Thanks for joining us for Retire Right with Epstein and White. I'm Bruce Steinbrock, joined by Brad White with Epstein and White Retirement Income Solutions, a proud part of Mercer Advisors right here in San Diego. Well, if you've been uh, at least alive and uh, somewhat cognizant over the last couple of years, you know that interest rates have been on the rise. Bruce, and- that's the kind of high bar we like to set you know, <laughs> to start off the show. Have you been alive and cognizant? Yeah. Bam. That's, I mean, that's setting it. That's uh, that's a high bar. Just we like you, to set it. Hope you can clear it. But obviously, Jerome Powell and the Fed Reserve have raised interest rates on a number of occasions over the last eighteen months to two years, and they're likely to do it still ahead this year. But there's a double-edged sword. Interest rates on the rise. Terrible when you're borrowing money for a house because you're going to pay more interest. Maybe a little better if you're saving money. And that's where Brad White comes in, because when we talk about retirement income planning, Brad, sometimes it's that passive econ- uh, or uh, passive, you know, money that can uh, get us through to the next thing. Well, look, I mean, we spent the last 15 years you know, talking to our retirees about how unfair it is yeah. that, you know, that it's a war on savers, right? That, you know, it's great if you're the borrower, right? But now you're the ones with the assets, with the money you saved your life for, and you can't get any interest on it. So, yeah, to your point, nobody likes the short-term negative impact on the stock market or possible recessionary environments that we've all kind of dealt with this last year and a half or so. But if we've been screaming for the last year and a half, like, you know, sometimes economies have to go through a little bit of pain and you would rather rip the bandaid off, jack up interest rates to avoid really long term bad stuff, right? You just economies aren't perfect forever. We had a pretty solid bull run for 15 years. Like, yeah, okay, we've got to maybe give some back, get this inflation under control. So kind of tangent aside, We always want to get ahead of things as investors. That's what we want to counsel you to do. You want to get ahead of things, okay? What I'm saying is now it's actually time to make sure you get ahead of interest rates falling eventually, okay? You want to be taking advantage of higher interest rates right now as a retiree and a saver while you can. So let's break this down, right? You've got to remember there's different levels. There's different time periods for interest rates, right? There's six-month rates. There's two-year rates. There's 30-year rates, okay? When you say interest rates as a whole, there's a timeline here. The way it's supposed to work and normally works is the further out you go, the higher the interest rate, right? Like if you lend your money to somebody for one year, you shouldn't get much interest. If you're willing to lock your money up for 30 years, you should get paid more. So interest rates should be higher. Okay. Now, what causes interest rates to move up and down? Okay. This is a lot more complicated than I'm going to make it here. So let's just keep it kind of simple with two main categories. You've got monetary policy that purposely manipulates interest rates, or you just have general market forces. Okay. Market forces, the best example I can give is when really scary economic and market times happen, right? Pandemics, 2008 crashes, right? When really scary times happen, there's a demand for safe stuff, right? People go, oh my gosh, it's scary out there. Like, I don't want to risk my money. I want safe money. So if demand goes up for like a 10-year U.S. Treasury bond, that means prices go up. If prices go up, the way it works is interest rates get pushed down. That's just kind of how it works. If you don't want to be an expert at it, don't worry about it. Just know scary times happen. People want to buy safe stuff, pushes the interest rates back down. So that's kind of market force. That's one way things can be manipulated. The other is just monetary policy, right? That's our Fed's biggest tool. Again, when the economy is struggling, they want to purposely lower rates. And when the economy has overheating, inflation, like right now, they want to raise rates. But what the Fed can do, they can really only manipulate short-term rates. That's their, their tool. They can't really manipulate 30-year rates as much. They manipulate the short term stuff. It's the market forces that tend to deal with the longer term stuff. Again, I'm oversimplifying this, but that's in general. All right. So what does all this mean? 
Right now, we've got this weird inverted interest rate thing going on, right? We actually are getting higher rates for shorter term stuff than long stuff, right? Your two-year treasury right now is paying like 4.7%, give or take, on the day. The 10-year is only paying 3.8. So this is a very unique environment. Now, most people would tell you that an inverted yield curve is a bad sign for things like potentially the stock market or recessions, right? Maybe true. We're not talking about that stuff right now. We're talking about safe money stuff, right? Safer conservative investments, which again, for a lot of people I speak to in retirement, is either a small, at a minimum, a small, if not a big part of what you want your money to do for you, right? You don't want to risk it that much anymore. So all of this means that as a retiree right now, you should be taking advantage of this unique period of time where you've got high short-term interest rates because a couple things can start happening in the next few years. And this is key. As of right now, inflation has been cooling. It's been going down, okay? If this continues, the Fed will eventually be able to lower the short-term rates again by, let's say, 2025, maybe at the latest. Now, again, you touched on this already, Bruce. It doesn't mean we're done raising rates the next couple of months or six months this year. The Fed has kind of announced they might still do that. Right. Again, I'm, not, I'm just saying we're getting ahead of this over the next five years or so because if inflation keeps cooling off, the Fed will eventually lower rates again. And you won't have access to this interest rates. You'll feel like you missed out. The other thing that can happen is what if we do get a bad recession or we do have a bad stock market drop? Guess what? That's the scary environment. People demand the safe stuff, causes the longer term rates to drop too. So there's really two different ways that rates can drop the next few years. One of them is things go really well. So the Fed lowers rates again. <laughs> the other one is things go really poorly and market forces could push rates down. So what can you do? Lock in a good rate of return now right? This is a time not to be greedy. I assure you at any time in the last decade, if someone said you can get five or five and a half percent, you know, completely guaranteed on your money, you could just lock this in and clip five and a half percent guaranteed for the next five years. You would have been thrilled. What happens with human psychology, Bruce, is sometimes we say that and then all of a sudden we get in this environment. It's like, Ooh, I wonder if I can make six or seven or eight if I just hold out or wait, you know, yeah, Brad, I want to lose 50 pounds, but that cheeseburger tastes awful good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different argument. I cannot help you there because uh, someone needs to help me. Yeah, me too. But I just think right now it's really, really attractive to be in this range. We know how to give. We know how to provide this for you, by the way. So if you're sitting there wondering what I'm talking about, I'll give you our number here in a second. But this is an environment where I think I don't want people to time this to the day. I don't want people. I just I don't want people to miss out on thinking a couple years from now. Wow, I could have really just happily parked my money and gotten net of any fees with no risk whatsoever, like five and a half percent almost. I mean that's. That's a really good environment to be in. So I'm not saying you put 100% of your money there. I'm not saying this is right for 100% of the people. But for a lot of people, retirees, at least some of your money should be safe. And right now, you get a very good interest rate for doing that. Take advantage. If you want to know whether you should do this or how much you should do this or which of your accounts makes sense to do this in, if you want to know how it fits in your retirement plan, should you take the interest out? Is it better for your IRA? Or your, All these kind of questions that are the good questions to ask let us help you with that. We've helped thousands of San Diegans. There is literally no cost, no obligation. You can meet with us for up to two times. Again, no cost, no obligation. We've helped thousands of San Diegans. We will happily help you next. Our number is 888-564-7878. That's 888-564-7878. Or you can always go to epsteinandwhite.com and you can reach out to us that way. That's epsteinandwhite.com. And when you're on EpsteinandWhite.com, remember to log into the education tab. A lot of great guides pertaining to things that are happening right now, whether it's inflation or taxes, maybe your Social Security here in 2023. You can find it at EpsteinWhite.com. Click on the education tab.
All right, Brad. Now let's think of I'm I'm strategizing here. Uh, a pension, the, largely those are going away. Companies have decided to say, no, we're going to get in this 401k environment, and that's where we're going to live. Now, obviously, there are government employees, uh, and those who serve in the military probably have some pension. Those who are in, you know, maybe law enforcement or firefighters, those kind of things, those tend to, to operate under pension type things. Sure. But if I'm me, and I, because I've worked in 401k environments since I started, graduated college in 1989, it's been the 401k ever since, I want to create a pension in my retirement. Can you help me with that? Yeah, look, you, all of you, everybody listening, all of us, you have the ability to take some of your 401k, some of your IRA, some of your money. You have the ability to take that and then basically purchase your own private pension, right? There's nothing, there's no reason you can't do that. In fact, everybody out there, all of you that have a pension, everybody that has a pension, essentially what happens is your employer will take money that they've been socking away behind the scenes, go to an insurance company and put that money with them. And then that insurance company is who actually provides you your lifetime income stream. So all you're really doing with your own 401k is you're just doing that yourself. Um, and some of these are very, very attractive because not only do they guarantee you a lifetime of income, period, no questions asked, but unlike a pension at your employer, your money is actually fully inheritable along the way, right? So imagine if you 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 take some of your 401k or IRA, bam, and you buy a pension and now you've got guaranteed lifetime income. You can stack on top of your social security. You breathe easy every month, right? Your money's not sitting in cash. You're not worried about the stock market. You're just getting a good rate of return in the form of income so you can live your life in retirement. But also, God forbid you pass away early, like your kids or beneficiaries, whoever they are, will get the money too. So kind of why these can make sense is exactly what you said, which is what do people want in retirement? You want stability. Mm -hmm. You want income. You want to live your life, right? You don't necessarily want to always and only have to pull from your money and wonder if I'm going to outlive it someday or will the markets go down and cause me to you know, be destitute, right? Later on in my retirement and all these things that are natural fears, right? As you don't work anymore for the rest of your life. And most analysts will tell you that you should pull around 4% of your money out from a portfolio each year in retirement. So like, just as an example of an option that exists in the industry, I checked on this before, you know, for today's show, if you're going and buying one of these, you know, kind of personal pensions, right? One of the ones I know about will add 10% to your account day one, and then it will grow another 10% in that first year. So essentially, you're just automatically adding 20% of your account, boom, in 12 months. And then you can pull, again, the income stream out that you never outlive. And that income stream ends up being over 7%, right? So like on a $100,000 deposit in 12 months, you get over 7,000 a year of income. So again, on a traditional portfolio, you're probably not pulling 7% of your portfolio out unless you want to risk running out of money someday. Whereas with an investment like this, like you just flat out get it and it comes in every month forever. Now, is your internal money going down along the way? Yeah, of course, right? And if you live 30 or 40 more years, you won't have anything left to be inheritable. That's very reasonable. But even if you live 40 more years, even if the account goes to zero, they still pay you that paycheck no matter how long you live. So just like everything I always talk about on here, it's not like it's a perfect investment, right? Because it's not something that's liquid or it's not something you could just change your mind whenever you want. No, it's a commitment like a pension is. So for some people, maybe they don't like that. But for other people, it's a tremendous idea. I know people that aren't necessarily looking to leave huge legacy goals on their IRA and their 401k. I know people that don't like the ups and downs of the stock market all the time and they just want a comfortable, reliable paycheck. And if you do something like this, when interest rates are higher, it tends to make these products more attractive. So again, this is kind of a period of time where you, you might get a little more bang for your buck on an investment like this. So just like everything else we always talk about here, the devil's in the details, whether or not it's right for you. I don't know. I don't know because for some people, it's a fantastic idea. For others, it isn't. I think it's very worthwhile to check out. 
And if you need some help with that, we're, I think, a great resource for that. We're comprehensive certified financial planners, which means we look at your entire situation. Then we decide based off your goals, your needs and what you have. Oh, this is why it would make sense for you or why it wouldn't. So first, I would think you'd want help just understanding based off your situation, whether it's not whether or not it's a good idea. Then if it's a good idea, we'll actually talk to you about it, show you this and help you, you know, implement it into your plan if it makes sense. So for those questions, as well as other questions, whether it's minimizing your taxes in retirement, what to do with real estate, you know, whether you're moving out of state. I mean, just there's really nothing we haven't helped San Diegans with here. We've been doing this over a decade. We've helped thousands of people and we will happily help you next. No cost, no obligation. Our number is 888-564-7878. That's 888-564-7878. Or you can always go to epsteinandwhite.com and reach out to us that way. That's epsteinandwhite.com. He's Brad White. I'm Bruce Dybrock. We've got more of Retire Right with Epstein and White straight ahead. If taxes are keeping you from selling your highly appreciated income property, we have good news. Hi, this is Brad White from Epstein & White, and we have an exciting offer for commercial real estate owners. We have a team that's solely dedicated to helping real estate investors defer the taxes on the sale of their highly appreciated income property with a Delaware Statutory Trust. A DST qualifies as a 1031 like-kind exchange, so you can potentially defer your gains and reinvest them in income-producing commercial properties. And best of all, you can invest in a DST without any of the hassles or responsibilities of being a landlord or property manager. When you work with Epstein & White, you'll be working with a team of professionals who can help you strategically sell your highly appreciated property while still enjoying the benefits of investing in real estate and potentially deferring the gains on your income property with a 1031 exchange. Learn more by calling 858-564-8036 or visit us online at epsteinandwhite.com. Investment advisory services offered through Epstein & White Financial LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. DSD investments carry risk, are only available to accredited investors and considered illiquid investments. Thanks for joining us. You found Retire Right with Epstein & White. Along with Brad White, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Brad is with Epstein & White Retirement Income Solutions, a proud part of Mercer Advisors right here in San Diego. You can reach Brad and the team at 888 564 7878. That's 888 564 7878 on the web. It's epsteinandwhite.com. What is the thing about taxes? Uh, yes, we. I love we like the, uh, the Jerry Seinfeld impression right there. <laughs> What's the deal with taxes? <laughs> exactly. You know how to pay taxes, you just don't know how to navigate taxes. Uh, that's, that, that goes back to uh, holding a reservation or, or actually taking a reservation when he was trying to rent a car. But oh, I that's right. That's right. Good All right. Call. So let's talk taxes because you at Epstein White Retirement Income Solutions, because it, income is kind of key in retirement, Brad. We might care about this <laughs> if we put it in the name of our company. Huh? But taxes is such a huge thing. And especially now, there is this window of opportunity and, and we will harp on it until January 1, 2026, because you need to, if you haven't already, do some kind of an assessment. But in retirement, are you in a higher tax bracket, a lower tax bracket? Everybody has an assumption about this. But one thing that I I know, you know, is that taxes are going up come January 1, 2026, because they put the sunset provision into the Tax Cut and Jobs Act. So let's talk taxes. Well, look, I, I want people to understand the difference between the way retirement income planners think about taxes versus how a CPA thinks about yes. taxes. And I, I assure know. you, we do tend to think about, I'm not saying every, every CPA sure, in the world, but sure. I'm, I'm telling you in general, we have two different jobs and they both revolve around taxes. And what's hard about this, Bruce, is I, I, most people use the CPA as like the infallible, like, well, my CPA said this. So like you, you, you must be, you know, no, 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 I can't, 
I challenge even my know CPA. A lot of times people I really say do. Like, I, we oh. sat down and had this in-depth discussion just this past year. Yeah, and I mean, look, it's, and I know a lot of people, it, this stuff will bug people in my industry where, you know, oh, my CPA told me to invest this way, invest that way. And it's like, hey, well, <laughs> that's not really there. Okay, anyway, but I digress. Um, this would be maybe a better example. Is, look, I was having a conversation with one of our advisors and, and a new client sure. the other day, sure. right? And they were, again, politely kind of bringing up that the CPA disagreed with the tax strategy we came up with. And this has happened many times with CPAs in the past. So I already knew why and what was coming. And I kind of smiled because I, I love this part. So this client retired at 64. They have good social security, a small pension, good rental income. Okay. So they're living pretty good on the income already. And they've got a large IRA and trust account of investments. So as they want a little bit more money each year, right? The CPA figured out as did we, that they didn't, if they didn't pull any money out of their IRA, they could be paying like almost no taxes, right? So it's like, hey, just if you don't pull money in their IRA, you're paying like almost no taxes, which at first is like a client's gonna love that. Like, sure. awesome, I don't have to pay any taxes, it's great. We told them to take some money out of their IRA mm -hmm. and preserve more of their trust, which of course does cause more taxes right away. But there's a which caveat you can see that why you have to, yeah, but there's a caveat there. Well, you can see why initially a client's going to be like, um, hey, my CPA said I didn't have to pay taxes and you're saying I do. I'm going to listen to them. Yeah. You know, I can obviously you can see that. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's kind of map. We kind of map this out for we're like, all right, let's say you keep not taking any money out by your IRA or out of your IRA. By 73, we said your required minimum distributions, what the government's going to force you to take out of your IRA. It's going to be like 50 to 60,000 a year. And that's unwanted IRA income. You'll have no choice, but you'll have to take that out every year, whether you want to or not. And that will vault you into higher tax brackets. On top of that, we all agree tax rates in this country, if anything, probably going to be higher nine years from now, not lower, which means the CPA and you would be voluntarily not paying taxes at today's low rates in order to pay the higher rates later on. Right away as you phrase that, right, you see the light bulb go off like, oh, like that doesn't sound good. Right? <laughs> like, no, it doesn't sound good to us either. Another Seinfeld reference. That's a giant matzo ball hanging out there, That's Georgie a giant boy. Matzo ball. Yeah. <laughs> Should just be a theme of ours going forward in every show. But sure. let's let's, let's can, talk about this behind the scenes. Brad, uh, that's my. I don't know. I can relate anything to Seinfeld. I just can't. I mean, that was kind of the genius of the show, right? The whole concept of mm -hmm. it's just about nothing, a but like about nothing. everyday, you know, conversations that we all tend. That's to a have, show. So. There's a show. There it is. It's about nothing. <laughs> So on top of what I just described, let's talk about this woman's actual situation, right? What makes her unique? She has two children that she plans on inheriting whatever she doesn't use. And because she's done well, like there's going to be millions of dollars there, you know, assuming she doesn't just horrifically start to purposely spend it down, which she won't. So it's like, hey, if you lived until 85 or 90, you know, how old are your kids going to be? Which in her case would be in their 50s, which is normal. Right. So we're like, that's their peak earning years. So I said, oh, you'd want to leave them a giant IRA. That's going to explode their tax returns during their peak earning years when our country's tax rates are higher. She said, no, of course not. That's not a direction a CPA is going to go in. That's not their job in life, right? Like that's it's what well, their job is looking at your tax situation, run a tax projection and say, oh, in this particular year, here's how you avoid taxes. Cool. But they're talking about tax today, not tax in 10 years. And just other goals in life, like inheritability. Right. Like maybe you have to ask somebody, would you prefer to pay some of these taxes in your life so your kids don't have to or not? By the way, if this woman said, heck no, I'd rather not pay anything and let them deal with it. That's her choice. That's fine. And we would totally do that. Sure. But you've got to ask. They're grownups, right? She's got her own desires and goals. And that's just, those are trained retirement income planning. Quite Like we navigate people's goals in life and unique parts that they feel or don't feel. And then you kind of build strategies around that too. 
So then we also said, hey, your trust portfolio, right? If you leave your kids the stocks and bonds, they get a step up in basis. They pay no tax whatsoever. So now essentially you'd be selling things today, paying capital gains, and then preserving the IRA taxes for your kids someday. And on top of that, God forbid either you or your husband pass away, the survivor is going to file a single tax return and those RMDs are really going to crush you. So again, kind of as bluntly as possible, retirement's a different animal. Things change, not only because the tax code changes, right? Because the scenarios and the things in your life change. And you've got to have someone who specializes in retirement to really kind of know the right questions to ask, the right goals and concerns, then develop the strategy around that. So we say it all the time. Look, I'm not naive enough to think that everybody in the world needs to work with a financial planner. We don't think that, right? So a lot of you feel like you can do this on your own. You probably do a great job. I just want everybody else to know that if you don't feel like you can do all this on your own, that's much more normal. This is pretty hard and it gets kind of complicated. And I just give you kind of one example of that. So either you're kind of going about this yourself, or if you are looking for some help, just make sure that people are really kind of in the niche of retirement as some of these nuances kind of start to play out. It can make a big difference in your life or even your next generation's life. If you don't have anybody that knows how to do that, I think we're a great resource for that. Um, and I, we've kind of developed a system here where you don't have to, there's no skin in the game to find that out because you can meet with us for up to two times, full meetings where you tell us exactly what brings you in, what questions you have, what you're trying to do, what you've currently got, and we'll look at everything you have. We'll listen to you as far as what you actually really listen to you and then build something custom and then go over it and say, hey, look, you should do this or you shouldn't do that. And we'll give you all those answers. And there's no cost or obligation. You're free to take all of that with you. Uh, we've been doing this for a little bit over a decade. So it's nice that we celebrated a decade here. We're pretty proud about that. We've helped a couple thousand San Diegans. Happy to help you next if we can. Our number is 888-564-7878. That's 888 888- 564-7878 or you can always go to epsteinandwhite.com and reach out to us that way that's epsteinandwhite.com and while you're on epsteinandwhite.com brad has a tax planning guide for you right there on the website just click on the education tab at epsteinandwhite.com with brad white i'm bruce Steinbrock. this is retire right with epstein and white in researching for the show i know you always love to look at articles that well we can have some fun with brad because sometimes the headlines catch your attention and then even when you read the article it, i'm gonna call yeah. you brad nostradamus white on some of these well yeah let's let's read a couple articles here i found okay yahoo.com david rosenberg the s p could drop to as low as 2500 before this bear market is finished that was written on November 21st, 2022. So as of Friday, July 14th, when I looked at this, the market was up like 14%. It's up even a little bit more, right? As you mm-hmm. listen to this now. Right. Fortune.com's Wall Street biggest bear, Mike Wilson, predicts double-digit percentage drop will hit stocks in early 2023. Okay, well, we know what's happening there so far, right? Regardless of what happens the rest of 2023, we know in the beginning part of 2023, it was awesome. Yeah, he wrote that on November 30th of last year. So yep. uh, he's still waiting. Forbes.com, right? Morgan Stanley strategist warned S&P could sink to lowest level in three years, a.k.a. fall 24% in 2023. This article was written January 9th, 2023. And since then, again, markets up about 16%, even more so, I think, as we uh, listen to this now. Obviously, the year's not over, but again, the market would have to sink like 40% from here on out to hit that. So look, I'm obviously cherry picking here a little bit, and I want to be clear. Sometimes these articles will be right. Sometimes the market obviously goes down and sometimes the actual time of day passes by a dead clock's hands. No doubt about it. What I want people to do is just stop reading these kind of articles as if that makes it true. What it does is make it a total guess. These are Forbes 
and Yahoo and Fortune and Wall Street Journal. These aren't rinky-dink publications. They're not letting just anybody talk about these. These people that just made these wildly inaccurate guesses I picked apart are very accomplished in their street. They know a lot about everything to do with the market. And that's how their predictions have landed in the short term. So I don't know, Bruce. I, I don't know if there's anything else that maybe you think I'm missing or adding on. No, that. I just, we obviously talk about this a lot. I just want people. It's because sometimes you have to look back several months or a year or two and read these things to kind of have the perspective. Like, oh, okay. It's, it does, you know, now when I read stuff in the future, it shouldn't automatically cause me to change my long-term strategy on something. I guess that's maybe the moral, right? That is the key, Brad. Because again, if you play emotion into your retirement plan, more often than not, you're going to make the wrong decision. Emotion, you have to try to take out. And that's why I think you should secure the expertise of a retirement income planner because they can help take the emotion out of it for you, with you, so that you can plan long-term rather than worrying about what the headline is today. Well, and the other thing, too, that just kind of I re-remembered it right now on the spot is what happens a lot of times is people will constantly see these things, and then eventually the market will drop 20%, and they're like, hi, I told you. And it's like, well, but if you had been invested just over the last several years anyways, then you would still would have been ahead even after this market drop, right? right. Like, And that's... But for some reason, people sometimes psychologically just like need to see a market drop and then buy in. Even if after the drop, it's still higher than it was four years ago. Had you been invested the whole time anyways? You know what I mean? So it's just a little bit of this kind of, you know, have a little hubris right in this whole situation. Fair. And just now that doesn't mean I'm telling all of you to go rush and put your money in the market either. Let's be very, very clear. I think you should be talking to somebody like us. If you have somebody else you trust, great. But if not, or you need a second opinion. Certainly that's what we do is if you're on the side, if you've been on the sidelines trying to figure out how to invest your money, or if you've been in the market and now you're starting to get nervous and kind of wondering what to do, just reach out to us, right? For all we know, the answer is don't change anything, but at least you know that and there are going to be logical reasons why, not emotional kind of panic reasons why, or there might be some really legitimate things to change in your plan and help you going forward and maybe remove this kind of constant vulnerability of of what to do. So our number is 888 Five six four seven eight seven eight. That's eight 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 five six four seven eight seven eight. You can always go to epsteinandwhite.com. That's epsteinandwhite.com. He's Brad White. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. More retire right with Epstein and White straight ahead. Chances are your company-sponsored four hundred one k plan is your single largest investment. But how much do you know about how yours works? And did you know that if you're fifty nine and a half or older, you can take control of managing your four hundred one k. Call Epstein and White at 858-564-8036 to learn more. At Epstein and White, we create plans and strategies to help people manage their 401k assets. Because when you transition from the accumulation phase to the distribution phase of your savings, it takes a whole different strategy. 401ks offer great tax advantages in your working years, but can trigger big tax bills when you start taking withdrawals. By nature, 401k plans are designed for a younger and more risk-tolerant workforce, not someone close to or in retirement. Your 401k plan helped you get to retirement. Now, let Epstein and White help you get through retirement. Call 858-564-8036 to schedule a free 401k review or go online to epsteinandwhite.com. Investment advisory services offered through Epstein and White Financial LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Thanks for joining us for Retire Right with Epstein and White, along with Brad White. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Brad is with Epstein and White Retirement Income Solutions, a proud part of Mercer Advisors right here in San Diego. 
You can reach Brad and the team at 888-564-7878 or at EpsteinNWhite.com. Brad, you came across this article, and boy, we discussed it before the show today, and I just, I love this concept, and I love when just there's an idea presented. I'm sure it's been presented before, but it just hit me right when we were talking about it. Um, and imagine that we're called retire right. So it hit me right. <laughs> uh, but it, it, <laughs> symmetry is amazing. <laughs> financial Advisor Magazine. Now, obviously, that's aimed at you know financial professionals in the industry. But the article talks about practice retiring because there is, and more and more articles out, people that are actually retired. Now, you know, having buyer's remorse, if you will, that they wish they would have done something different uh, now that they're in retirement. But this article talks about practice retiring. And I thought, wow, what a concept. And so I'll let you kind of unveil it and unfold it because I think the concept has some merit. Now, it is aimed at those who have probably saved somewhere between half a million and let's say $2 million. There is a, you know, those who have maybe saved five to 10, depending on their lifestyle, five to $10 million, probably don't have to worry about it. Those who have saved 50, well, they have bigger problems to fry potentially. But this really is, a, I think, a unique concept to unpeel. Yeah. And look, it kind of shook me a little bit because, uh, look, we do a lot of presentations around town. We do a lot of live presentations and I usually get up like, and as I'm introing the presentation, I'll make a comment about how retirement's one of the only things in the world you don't get any practice at. And so now I'm reading this being like, wow, do I have to like change my whole spiel, you know, going <laughs> forward here? Cause I never really thought about this and that doesn't happen every day. I've been like relentlessly doing this for a long time now. And essentially what this, this advisor is, is saying is that he wants people as they get close to retirement to practice retirement. And this is how he wants them to do it. And you hit the nail on the head, by the way, this doesn't apply to every, if you're in really bad financial shape, like, and you've desperately got to make up as much ground as possible, this doesn't apply to you. So to your point, let's say you're starting to get pretty burnt out. You're 60, 61, you could be 58, 59. I don't know, but just somewhere in that range. And it's like, what you've been doing is not spending a lot of money, kind of worried about whether you're going to be in shape for retirement. You're pretty burnt out. You want to retire as quick as you financially can. You're, you know, maxing out your 401k. You're doing this. You're maybe got done paying kids colleges off or whatever else. And it's just burning you out. And maybe what that's going to do is cause you to retire a couple years earlier than you logically would have. And let alone, you're obviously just not really enjoying things as much. What this person's suggesting is what if you didn't max out that 401k and you weren't putting that extra 10 or 15 grand in, you know, and instead just every six months you were taking this awesome, amazing vacation. Would that cause your quality of life to go up? Would that cause you to be happier? That actually has more good than bad to it because it allows you to work, you know, a couple years longer and you're not getting burnt out. And the end result is your overall financial shape is actually good because you did work a couple years longer anyways. And that's a really interesting thought. You know, like a lot of people that, you know, a lot of trainers and dietitians, trainers in particular, will talk about the cheat day, right, Bruce, where right. it's like, like, and again, you know, if you're a bodybuilder, this doesn't apply. But if you're an average, you know, schmo like me, who's just like, hey, like, I've gained a pretty solid amount of weight since I've had kids the last several years. And like, I don't think I'm ever going to get back to being like ripped. Like when I was an athlete, that's not happening. Uh, me neither. I, I just want to get incrementally better. And I know that if you don't give me a cheat day or so after about a week and after weeks, I'm just going to go off the deep end. You're right? Like cheat it's, every day. Right? right. Exactly. I went from cheating every day to just like, I'm getting better, but you, there's got to be a couple meals during mm-hmm. the week where I'm like, look, that was like a reset. Okay. Now I feel good about hitting it hard again tomorrow. 
So that's kind of what I thought of when I first read this. I'm like, huh, like that's kind of our industry's version of that. And again, I don't know that it applies to everybody. I don't think it does, but I certainly think it applies to some people, right? And kind of what he's saying is, but here's the rub, right? A big rub here is that you've got to check your own retirement situation and have somebody like me check it where it's like, hey, just so you know, if you stop saving this extra 10 or 15 grand or whatever that number is for these next three years and you go do this, just so you know, like your retirement's going to be great anyways. If you kind of get that permission, that's what I think is the key because it makes it guilt free, right? To take advantage of the vacations and the life memories and you're younger and you're healthier and you can still do all this stuff. Ambulatory, all those things. Right. And I, I'm the kind of person that I would much rather be doing this at 58 than 78, right? Not that I still wouldn't want to do great things at 78, but you get the idea. And so in that respect, it's like if you kind of at least get the retirement plan checked out and you realize that the material or the difference that that extra savings would make is not material, but the joy it adds to your life is, I think this makes a lot of sense. So I think a lot of people have questions about this, Bruce, which is, you know, when can I retire? And if I retire now versus three years from now, what does this look like? Or if I retired here versus another city, or if I downsize my home, or if I do this, or if I... All those things, like that's our world here. That is our, we built a proprietary financial planning tool where all this is done on one page and on the fly, we can show you, well, if you retire two years from now or here, like, bam, you see the difference. Or if you sold your house or did this, bam, you see the difference. And that allows you to make your own informed choices guilt-free because you see the impact of that and you and you can feel good about it. So if you're looking for any and all of that, again, that's, that's our bread and butter. That's what we've done thousands of times the last decade for a lot of people around here in San Diego, we'd be happy to do it for you next. We will map out your whole retirement. We will map out different scenarios that are kind of on your mind or what you want to see, and we'll do it in a way that makes sense. Our number is 888-564-7878. That is 888-564-7878. Or you can always go to epsteinandwhite.com and you can reach out to us that way. That's epsteinandwhite.com. And when you're on epsteinandwhite.com, Brad and the team have a wealth of informational guides that are downloadable PDFs to you. All you have to do is log on at epsteinandwhite.com and click on the education tab. Well, Brad, as we wind down this segment, I want to draw your attention to some of the you know research articles we did for the show today. And this one is dealing with mutual funds. And, uh, you know, just kind of the the information that was brought up about conflicts of interest as they may relate to a big national conglomerate company and mutual funds. Um, And I'll just let you dive in from there. Yeah, look, when I started Epstein & White over a decade ago, one of the biggest things is because I came from other financial firms. I'll just leave them nameless for now. Sure. And I would sit in these, you know, manager meetings. I was a registered principal and it would just be like, why aren't your reps selling this product? Why aren't, you know, and it would be the company's product, right? Or the thing that makes the company the most stuff, right? And that that's just what happens. And I hated that. And that's where I wanted to start a company where it's just conflict of interest free. It's like, look, we're independent. We have access to all these companies' products, every ETF, every mutual fund, every whatever it is. We don't get paid more or less for any one of them. We don't charge you trading fees or commissions. It's just... If something's in your portfolio, it's only because we think that's the best thing to be in your portfolio. We don't have another reason for it. And this article, right, that was in financialplanning.com called The Largest Wealth Management Firm's you know, Revenue Share, it really is a kick in the pants for those of you that don't want to deal with conflicts of interest. Because let's face it, if you're like me, I don't want to have to, if I'm not the professional at something, I'm only working with someone because I trust them not to have another 
conflict of interest as far as why they're telling me what to do. And I don't want to have to worry about doing my own research and figuring this out and asking the right questions. You know, I don't want to have to do that. So, I mean, this article is showing how revenue sharing happens between mutual fund companies and the major companies they work with. And this article points out Ameriprise, LPL, UBS, Morgan Stanley, Edward Jones, Merrill Lynch, JP Morgan, Wells Fargo, and Raymond James. Okay. It's a lot of the big boys, right? Yeah. So mutual fund managers, right, whose product the firm's financial advisors recommend, they pay the wealth management companies a portion of their profits or revenue that the firms refer to as marketing or partner fees. So the amount of revenue sharing payments usually stems from the level of assets invested in the fund company's products, um, as shown by the fund company's disclosure. Here's what's really, you know, uh, I'll use the word annoying um, or unscrupulous somewhere in between there, I guess. These payments replaced a different stream of money that used to be called 12B1 fees. So 12B1 fees was a revenue share that used to be what's called a distribution cost. And essentially, the industry kind of finally shone a light on that and, and consumers rightfully right rebelled against it. And so all, all that they did was really, and, and I'm quoting, you know, this article here is the more opaque, this is now in a more opaque form of third-party payments and their associated conflicts of interest replaced more transparent third-party payments, he said. So essentially when people started hating these 12B1 fees, they just changed them into marketing cost and like are doing the same exact thing, right? So look, revenue sharing is often used by funds to encourage and reward broker dealers and investment advisors and their reps to recommend certain funds over others. In other words, revenue sharing can influence financial professionals to recommend products based on factors other than the client's best interest. It's unlikely that disclosure alone will adequately address this conflict of interest. (sighs) (laughs) It's a lot to take, isn't it? I, look, the summary of all of that is just essentially saying that most of the big firms out there either create their own products, right? Which is an inherent level of why the reps are going to want to sell you that. And a lot of times, you know, like, I don't know exactly how much this goes on behind the scenes. I could just always tell you that like, oh, when we see somebody that works at Edward Jones, we're going to be like, how much American funds or Franklin Templeton funds do you have? And they'd be like, well, how do you know that? Right. We'd see someone at Ameriprise and we'd say, hey, how's that river source variable annuity? And they would say, well, how do you know that? Like, well, isn't that alarming that we automatically know you have this product just because you work at this company, right? And the reality is it doesn't make those mutual funds necessarily bad. I'm not saying that, but it just, I don't know. You have your own choice as a customer, I guess is the best way to say this, right? You all have your own choice as customers, as as working with any institutions you want. Of Do I just want to not have to deal and know that none of this stuff happens? Or do I just trust that even if some of this stuff happens, it's not actually going to be material negative for me. And I'm just going to feel comfortable with the fact that this company can potentially do this and have these conflicts of interest that I may not be aware of. So I'm not saying we're the only firm in the world that doesn't do this, but we sure as heck don't. We proudly don't make our own investments. We don't have profit sharing relationships like that. We do. In fact, we actually do a ridiculous amount of ongoing research to find which ETFs and funds drive down the cost for our clients, wherever it makes sense. Um, and we've actually put together studies, you know, to prove that for us. So I'm very proud of that. I think our clients really like that. If you feel that that information is not something you knew about and that worries you, um, reach out to us. We'll take a second look at what's going on. And you can, a very, if nothing else, make more of an informed decision, right, of what you currently have or, or what else is out there. Our number is 888-564-7878. That is 888-564-7878. Or you can always go to epsteinandwhite.com and you can reach out to us that way. That is epsteinandwhite.com. 
Epstein & White is a trade name. All services provided by Epstein & White investment professionals are provided in their individual capacities as investment advisor representatives of Mercer Global Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor principally located in Denver, Colorado, with various branch offices throughout the United States doing business under different trade names, including Epstein & White. All expressions of opinions reflect the judgment of the speakers as of the date of recording and are subject to change. Some of the research and ratings and articles discussed come from third parties that are not affiliated with Mercer Advisors or Epstein & White. The information discussed is believed to be accurate but is not guaranteed or warranted by Mercer Advisors. The information provided in this show does not purport to be a complete description of the securities, markets, or developments discussed. Forecasts, projections, and other forward-looking statements are not a reliable indicator of future performance. Actual events, results, or performance may differ materially from those reflected or contemplated. This show is being provided for educational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation or solicitation to buy, sell, or hold any particular security or to engage in any particular investment strategy. No portion of this discussion should be construed as tax or legal advice. All investing involves risk, including the possible loss of principal. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. An annuity's guarantee is subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. This radio show is a paid placement.